Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! We have a Tuesday show full of staples, full of things you're used to around here. But boy, has it gotten juicier than ever. Welcome in. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television, or maybe you're streaming on the ESPN MT app. No matter how you're tuning in, appreciate you for being here. We're going to get things kicked off with a prep extra Capital City style. Have a couple of the most successful coaches from Helena, Montana joining us. Kyle Mahelish, the head coach of the Helena Capital Bruins, will lead the show. They are the defending class AA state champs. We're also going to hear from John Burnett, the head coach of the Helena Senators, I guess the manager, as it were, of the Helena Senators, who won Montana's AA American Legion Baseball Tournament a couple weeks ago. We also have our latest across the sidelines. We will evaluate the hardest non-conference schedules in the Big Sky Conference. We also have our Treasure State Stars, where we highlight some of the best individual performances from around the state. We also have our Tagliari Tuesday, where we're going to give you some free Tag Deli. Uh, second hour, the business angle with Justin Angle. And it's going to be conference realignment style because that is the conversation of the day, of the week, of the year across college sports. And then we'll have our first Grizz Star of the Week, Corbin Walker, a preseason all-league selection at cornerback. A guy that I feel has been underrated these last couple years for the Grizzlies. Uh, he'll join us live uh, post-practice there uh, at the uh, the University of Montana as well. So there you go. It's your show outlook presented by uh, just us. And appreciate you for spending some time with us here on ESPN Radio. I'm Coulter Nuanez. You can always stream the show, 1029ESPN.com or on that ESPN MT app. And if you want to be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. That's 888 and all guests will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line, which is where we go right now. Welcome in the man who's leading the Helena Capital Bruins as they try to defend their Class AA state championship from a year ago. It was a special run by Helena Capital. Uh, yet another addition to the long and storied history of that football program. And uh, certainly going to be a tall task to replace all the outstanding players that Helena Capital had last year. Callum Hellish joins us now uh, here on Nuanas. Now, Coach, thanks for being here, man. How you doing? Good, Coulter. Thanks for having me. Uh, first of all, just give. How about you? Oh, very good, and uh, very very nice to hear from you. And uh, exciting time of year for sure with football right around the corner. Uh, what have you thought of your guys' off season? I, I know it's uh, a way more elongated question when you're talking about high school kids. It's not necessarily 
you know, this this uh, focus like you have at college football where everybody's just training for the upcoming season. So many of your guys are playing multiple sports and concentrating on all sorts of different things. But what have you found of just the way that your team has attacked the summer? And uh, what, what do you think of this uh, coming into this season as the defending champs? Well, you know, I thought we've had a really good summer. Um, you know, we're going to be a little young, but that's okay. Uh, you know, we've been going since after basketball, just after uh, March there with meetings and some spring stuff. But we hit the ground running come June 1st. We had nine practices prior to going to the Montana State camp, and we also did the one-day throwing stuff over in Big Man Camp in Missoula. Uh, so, I mean, June for us is kind of like a spring ball. Uh, you can get eight or nine practices in and go to two camps and – you know, you never used to do that stuff, but it seems like anymore, uh, football's year-round. Obviously, you kind of stay off of them during basketball season. Uh, but other than that, it's a, it's a grind, it's a go. And then we had our quarterback camp and our team camp in July. And, you know, these last couple of weeks, we've just kind of gotten away from one another and take a, uh, you know, a breath of fresh air and get ready to roll on Friday. Um, the second part of your question was, uh, how do we feel about going into the season? Yeah, exactly. I mean, what do you think of just sort of being the defending state champs and all that comes with? Well, there's certainly a target on your back. You know, we put we put that to bed in spring ball. We talked to our kids about that. You know, we did the fire truck rides and we celebrated and we had, had a good four or five months there, but you know, it's time to move on. You know, we got to find our identity and that's what I told the kids all summer and the assistants have talked to them about that. We got to find out who we are. It isn't the 2022 season that's gone and over, and it was great to be a part of it, but we got to move on and we got a season to play. Kyle Mahelich, the head coach of the Helena Capital Bruins, joining us here on Nuanas. Now it's our prep extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank have been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1906. When it comes to just the transition of leadership, this is something that goes that, that happens at every high school program across the state. You're always going to graduate your seniors. You're always going to have some new guys step into leadership roles. But how's that been going there for you guys? Because you had a, a lot of veteran guys that were great players and great leaders on your team last year. So who have you seen step up, and how's just the transition going when it comes to the emerging leaders on your team? You know, naturally, you have guys that step up to the plate, whether that be through their actions in the weight room or being vocal or what they get done on the football field. You know, as we all know, many different ways to lead. Uh, we do a leadership program here at Capitol High School where we have a five-tiered leadership program that we talk about. Uh, we hit them hard in the summer and we hit them hard in the, when football starts on Friday. Uh, we'll talk about those types of things prior to each practice. Uh, each junior and senior at Capitol High School, they eventually become a Bruin brother where they are a Bruin brother to a freshman or a sophomore. Uh, and then when those seniors transition, then the junior group goes to seniors, and they're still a big brother to the freshman that becomes sophomores. So when you're a sophomore and you become a junior, you become a big brother. And there are certain things that we do as far as getting to know your teammates and being a, a leader and what that means. Uh, so whether that be leading with one or two young men and lower class, you know, that's one thing we, we try and create a culture of that we're all in this together. Uh, but then again, as your juniors transfer to their, their senior year, you know, some of those kids certainly step to the front, and you kind of start to see who, who your leaders are in the, in, the, in the summertime. When it comes to what you have returning, just break it down for us, because you, you sent so many guys to the college ranks. Uh, who are some of your top returners? I know your son is going to be a, a junior there and potentially the, the next starting quarterback. So uh, just take us through some of your top returners and guys you have high expectations for. Well, you know, we don't have a lot returning, but we do have uh, two linemen returning, which are good for us, uh, Barrett Hageman and Cole Dawes. They're integral in our success last year, so we're going to have one at center, one at tackle. We do have certainly some capable young men of stepping in there. Obviously, they got to get live fire here in a few weeks. Uh, Tough Adams is a returner. Mateo Buni is a returner. Um, you know, those are kind of our main guys. Lance Baumgart, he's a running back for us. You know, we're going to be able to roll with about four or five different running backs. And like you mentioned, my, my son is going to be the quarterback. Uh, he has earned that position. Um, so it's going to be, you know, come Friday night against Gallatin, it's going to be, I don't want to say wide eyes, but it's going to be, these are my first reps, and i got to take advantage of this. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio, or Prep Extra, featuring Helena Capital head football coach Kyle Mahelish uh, here on this Tuesday 
what do you think of just the, the landscape of Double A now? I mean, we've seen sort of these mini dynasties over the last 10 years, whether it was uh, Billing Senior and their great run, Bozeman High School's won, you know, a, a collection of state championships over the last 10 or so years. You guys had your breakthrough with the undefeated season last year. Sentinel had their great run. But now it seems like there's a whole bunch of up-and-coming programs, and it seems like particularly on the western side of Class AA, it's going to be pretty fierce competition. So what do you think of just the lay of the land? Well, the lay of, you know, I tell everybody the AA is a tough uh, division to play in and coach in. I mean, these guys know football. They take pride in what they do. I know the west is going to be tough. You know, I, I think probably Grady over at Glacier is the front runner, and I know Dane and Sentinel is going to be good. Heard some good things out of Big Sky and what Coach Johnson's doing there. Uh, Helena High is supposed to be tough. You know, every year we don't have an option. We tell our guys our option is to win. That's the only thing we have in our you – know, I think this is our 50th season coming up. And one thing I do preach to our guys is that this is, this is bigger than you. This is bigger than us. You know, this has been 50 years of, you know, just referencing what you said as far as the many dynasties. Uh, Capital's been at it for 50 years, and they've had a tremendous amount of success. I mean, our we looked at it last year at the end of last season. In the in 50 years or 49 years, uh, Capital's a 73% winning percentage. I said, so that's that's a lot to live up to. So you need to take your job seriously and how we go about our business. So you know, I, you know, I think we're going to be young, and we're going to have to, you know. We're going to take our lumps here here and there, but we're going to have to adjust and adapt and overcome and live for the next play. One thing that was striking, and we had so many of your guys on the radio last year, and I, I had a great pleasure getting to know all of them because they all were, were pretty deep thinkers that uh, seemed to understand exactly what you're talking about, that that it's about something bigger than themselves. And they seem to have a great understanding of just the tradition that's existed there at Capitol High. I mean, you mentioned it, 73% win percentage is just amazing. And multiple, multiple state championships uh, over the span of that last 50 years. Uh, but how do you sort of keep that going? What is the key to sort of, of enforcing that tradition or, or, I guess, teaching that tradition and making sure that the guys currently in the program understand it and, and try to live up to it? Well, that's the thing. I think the one thing our coaching staff does a great job of is, is preaching the culture and and giving examples and what it means to be a Bruin. And, you know, whether you were a Bruin 48 years ago or, or you're going to be a Bruin in 10 years. I mean, it's it's something that, te- that we take pride in. Uh, we talk a lot about it. Uh, there are traditions and customs and this, just the nuances that exist in this program that have been going on for now 50 years. And, you know, those have only been six head coaches in the history of Capitol High. But, you know, when you when you get a job like this, it's certainly something you don't change a lot of things. You ride the culture. You ride, you know, that goes from the sayings to the, to the Bruin traditions and what you do on Wednesday and what you do on Thursday and how you break a huddle and how you run onto the field. Uh, those types of things haven't changed, you know, since Dennis and Tuss, all of those guys. And so you keep the tradition going and you, you preach tradition and they begin to understand what it means. Well, I love that. It's very cool. Kyle Mahelis joining us, the head coach of the Helena Capital Bruins, the defending state champions in Class AA football. Uh, what do you expect to be different about this team? Maybe not even necessarily stylistically, but just in terms of the makeup and identity. You'll probably be able to answer that a lot better in a couple weeks or a couple months. But uh, just your initial inklings, how do you think this team will be different? Well, you know, each like I said, each team has its own character. They have their own personality. Uh, do we have that yet? I, I'd say probably not. Are we getting there? Certainly. Uh, we're going to do some things. I mean, we're going to have some good perimeter kids. Uh, like I said, we're going to be able to roll with four or five running backs. Uh, we're going to be able to do some things. Uh, you know, it's quarterback position. Uh, we're able to run there uh, and throw, so that'll create maybe some problems for some people if we're doing it the right way. Uh, defensively, again, we're going to we're going to have to fill some holes. Uh, we're going to be a little young, but we do have some guys that are that have had a great summer. Um, so I am excited about what our future holds and how it's going to come together. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Uh, when it comes to your defense, coach, uh, obviously Talon Marsh, one of the most talented players that the Double A's seen in the last couple of years. Uh, he was the Gatorade Player of the Year a year ago. I know he set the Helena Capital school record for sacks, both in a season and a career. 
that was such a huge part of your guys' defensive success, but I, I imagine probably pretty hard to to replace that guy with a, with a single player. So uh, what, what do you expect out of your defense, and, and how has uh, their sort of mindset shifted now without the, the big man off the edge? Well, Talon's certainly somebody you can't replace, um, but it is, you know, next man up. And that's everybody's philosophy, and that's our philosophy. You get the opportunity, you take advantage of it. Uh, we do have some very capable young men that are playing on the defensive line. We're probably going to roll with about six or seven different guys and put them in the position, hopefully, to have some success and do some things that they're good at doing. Um, and it all starts up front, and they know the responsibility they have. You know, and two guys like Hageman and Dawes are going to have to be two-way guys for us, and we can give them time off here and there, but... It's, it's their time to step up and, you know, get some, get reps on both sides of the ball. Uh, so, I, you know, I think D-line-wise we're going to be – we'll be inexperienced, but we're not lacking in talent. It's certainly going to be a, a great test for you early. You open up uh, against Bozeman Gallatin, as you mentioned, and then you got Skyview and then Sentinel. So a couple of the top teams in the state right off the bat. Um what do you think of this this challenge? I mean, what are your hopes to get done between now and the opener against Glacier? But also, what do you think of opening with uh, arguably one of the top and most talented teams in the state? Well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to get some personnel things figured out, and we're gonna have to figure out who fits where, you know, best as far as their personnel and what they're trying to do to us formationally and schematically. Uh, so that'll that'll come together as far as uh, you know, defensively. We're, we're concerned with that, but. Uh, you know, looking at Gallatin, seeing them at camp, uh, they're certainly much improved. Uh, you know, Hunter Chandler over there has got those guys going. They're young. They're excited. they got a young staff. Uh, obviously, have the Quinn Clark kid. He's going to be a challenge. We're going to have to do some things to him. Those kind of times we're going to have to be in single coverage to stop the run, and we're going to have to take a chance to double him, and just like everybody else has tried to do in the state. But he certainly is a... Uh, a special football player, you know, committed to Nebraska. So we, I told our, our guys that uh, we're not certainly easing into the season, so we're going to have to be ready to go here in a couple weeks. Kyle Mahelich, head coach of the Hellenite Capital Bruins here on New Orleans Now. Coach, we appreciate it. Best of luck with everything, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. But thanks for making some time today. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. What we're going to do, John Burnett and I talked earlier this week, and uh, I'm realizing now in the midst of this here live radio show that the Grizz, because they're only in, uh, they're in their pads, or they're not quite in their pads yet, so the practices will be pretty short like they were yesterday. They might be calling us a lot earlier than what I had it on the docket for. So we'll hear from John Burnett sometime in the show. But in the matter of keeping things moving, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. we got free Tagliari Tuesday for you, plus our Treasure State Stars. And Garrett Middleton of the Bitterroot Celtic Games will be in studio with us sometime here in this first hour as well. A whole bunch of stuff coming right at you. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. One, two, three. What is now on ESPN Radio. What an opening line, man. Anthony Kiedis. I know he's somewhat controversial and uh, polarizing, but I love him. little red-hot chili peppers for you here on this Tuesday. Thanks so much for being here with us. We appreciate you for 
uh, riding along here uh, on this Tuesday. I'm Coulter Nuanas. This is Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. It's football season, so we're calling an audible. We still have our Tuesday staples. Tagliari Tuesday coming up here in a little while. Our Treasure State Stars highlighting some of the individual best performances from around the state of Montana. But Grizz practice down there at Dornblazer Field just wrapped up, so it's time now for our first Grizz Star of the Week of the season. This week we're joined by a junior cornerback there at the University of Montana, a preseason all-big sky selection there at corner for the Grizz. It's Corbin Walker joining us. Corbin, thanks for being here, man. How you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? Very good. Uh, it's been a little while since we talked. I know that uh, we talked when you first got recruited to Montana, maybe one other time. But uh, there's been a lot of star power on that Montana defense. But now it uh, seems like you are one of the stars coming back in. So just take us through your time as a Grizzly so far. What's these last couple of years been like for you? How do you like living in Missoula? Oh, it's been a blast. You know, we got a good football team every single year. You know, the, the city is amazing. You know, there's a bunch of stuff to do here. Uh, we've had a great football team every single four years I've been here. So, you know, it's great. You come from the Seattle area, written to be specific. Uh, what are the biggest differences you notice between life there and life here? I know it's not far from home, only about an eight-hour drive, but uh, what are some of the – just compare and contrast Seattle and Missoula for us. Uh, you know, Seattle is more like a city. You're out here um, in Missoula. You know, it's a little bit more spread out, but, you know, both of them are great. Um, we've got a great football team over here. You know, there's teams over there, but, you know, we got a great football team over here. Corbin Walker joined us. He's our Grizz Star of the Week here uh, on Nuanas Now. Uh, d- this defense, you, you broke into the starting lineup early, and uh, it, it's been seen time and again the last several years that when the corners are rolling and they can really, really cover, it just opens up so many other things with all the pressures you guys bring and the various blitzes. So what have been the keys for you to, to become such a great cover man, especially when it comes to some of these man situations they put you in? Oh, well, you know, the... The D-line and the linebackers, when we're pressuring, you know, those guys are great up front. You know, those guys are making it hard on the quarterback to get the ball out. So those guys are really helping us out a lot. You know, we got a, we got a lot of great guys out here at corner. But the defensive line and linebackers really make it easy on us. We got our safeties over the top doing their job every single play. So just makes it easy on us, really. The corner spot is going to be one that a lot of people are going to be watching this fall camp as well. Uh, yourself, certainly a returning standout, but also on the other side, going to be somebody new on that other side uh, in terms of a starter because Justin Ford is, is uh, has graduated. So um, I know they moved some guys there, Jace Kuswich, Ronald Jackson. So what, what do you think of just the battle for the spot opposite of you? Uh, we got a lot of great guys. Any any one of them out there and play, all, them, all those guys are really great guys. They practice hard in the field, and those guys are all – really talented so it can be a tough tough spot to get but you know all those guys are really tall any one of them could play really well your your corners coach as well the secondary coach ronnie bradford's now also the defensive coordinator so um first of all what's that been like just having the dc as your position coach and, and uh how do you think coach bradford's doing when it comes to calling the plays oh he's a great he's a great coach he's definitely tough on us but that's just because he knows what he's talking about he wants us to be perfect you know, being in the NFL and having all those experiencing all those years of experience in the NFL, coaching and playing, you know, he's he's a really great coach and he just wants the best out of us. So he's tough on us, but you know, he's he's great. He's a great he's a great dude. Does it uh, does it resonate with you more, or is, or is it easier to sort of uh, learn from a guy that you know he played ten years in the NFL? Oh yeah, for sure. It just brings a lot of credibility to the to the table, and you know, you know, you know, you know what he's talking about. So it's just great to learn from him. One of the guys I wanted to ask you too, in terms of the corner spot, is Trevor Gradney. He's been so great on special teams and uh, has played well when he's gotten into the actual game on defense as well. Uh, but he's certainly a guy that's probably going to have um, some elevated expectations this year. So, um, how have you seen him grow? What, what sort of skill set do you think he brings to the table? Oh, he's getting better every single year. You know, he's all. He's an All-American on special teams. He's a great open field tackler. The guy's great at coverage. He's super long corner, so he can get in guys' face. He's super aggressive, so you know he'll bring definitely aggressiveness to the table. And you know he just he's been great, getting better every single year. And I know you get you got a first-hand front-row look of uh, of the offense. It seems like a revamped Grizz offense. You got. Uh, the offensive line returning pretty much in full, which should be a huge advantage for you guys, but also a bunch of talented guys uh, on the perimeter as well. So uh, 
what's the battle like day to day? You're going heads up with guys like Aaron Fonts and Junior Bergen all the time. What do you think of that challenge? How does that help you improve? Oh, it's great. You know, you know, those guys are veteran guys. They come in there and they just give us work every single day. It's it's better, you know, the saying iron sharpens iron. So it's just it's great having those guys out there, you know, they they're working hard just as hard as the defense is working. So it's great having those veteran offensive lines, it's just great having everybody back. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Corbin Walker, a junior cornerback for the University of Montana, joining us as our part of our Grizz Star of the Week. We'll do this each week where we check in uh, with Grizz football and uh, see what's going on down there. Uh, just the overall defensive unit, I mean, what do you hope the mentality is of this thing? You guys got to replace three All-Americans. I know it's a storyline that's being talked about around the country uh, what's sort of your mindset just in terms of uh, a revamping and reloading there uh, for the defense for the Grizz? You know, we just got the next guy up. We got to we gotta re- uh, replace those spots, and, you know, we got the guys to do it. So it's definitely going to be tough, but we got we got the guys to do it. Those guys are great out there. And those guys that have been here, they know. They've learned from those guys that were here. They know how to do it. So we'll be good this year. Between now and the season opener, what are the goals for, for you, the position group, and, and the rest of the team? Uh, just be tough in practice. We gotta get through. We gotta get through fall camp. You know, we gotta really. It's just getting better every day at practice. That's what we gotta do. We gotta make sure everything's straight in line for the first game, season opener. So, you know, gonna be tough, but you know, we gotta push through it. Grizz open their season September 2nd, high noon against Butler, Washington Grizzly Stadium. We'll be on hand for our first college game day broadcast of the year leading up to the game. And uh, then these guys will be on the field at Washington Grizz uh, to open up the 2023 campaign. Corbin Walker, Grizz Corner, joining us here on Nuanas Now. Corbin, thanks for being here, man. Uh, best of luck with the rest of camp and appreciate you making the time today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. There you go, Corbin Walker, Grizz Star of the Week. We'll keep on doing those uh, throughout uh, the rest of the football season. It's Nuanas Now. TSPN Radio. SWX Montana Television. And the ESPN MT app. Coming up, we have Garrett Middleton, who's a pretty much annual guest here on the show to, to uh, help promote this cool event that they have annually down there in the Bitterroot Valley, the Bitterroot Celtic Games. Uh, so he'll join us here in uh, just a little while. We also still have our Treasure State Stars coming up, our uh, free Tagliari for you, Tag Tuesday, and who's got the hardest non-conference schedule in the Big Sky Conference. We'll do all of it next. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Fitting because these guys are going to be throwing essentially stones all over the place. Welcome back. Nuanas now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. If you're a loyal listener, you're listening along. The breaks have been a little bit funky today because we had so many guests here in the first hour. I didn't want them to overlap, but we're already back on track. So we heard from Kyle Mahelish, the head coach of the Helena Capital Bruin uh, football team, the defending AA champions. We also heard from Corbin Walker, a junior cornerback for the University of Montana football team. And we have John Burnett of the Helena Senators coming up here uh, in the second hour. Plus, we're going to have a conversation about some of the hardest non-conference schedules in Big Sky Conference football. But we're joined now in studio here on this Tuesday by Garrett Middleton. He seems like an annual contributor, comes by once a year to help promote this really fun event they have down there in the Bitterroot Valley every year. Uh, It's the uh, Bitterroot Celtic Games and Gathering, which is coming up not this weekend, but next weekend, uh, August 19th and the 20th there at the Daily Mansion in Hamilton. And uh, this is always fun to promote. Because it's a Tuesday, though, we also have some free tag in the area for you. I had tag for lunch today. Might I suggest the Zeppelin house style. Man, unbelievable. Those balsamic onions on there, they're just too good. And if you want to try tag, 
We got a $25 gift card for you to Tagliari Deli. So call us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call number four. We got 25 bucks for you uh, to Tagliari Deli. Uh, what's up, man? Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me back. Uh, first of all, are you still coaching down there at Corvallis, Oh, too? absolutely. I love it. Well, Corvallis had... Uh, among the most thrilling wins at the state track meet that I could ever remember, both the boys and the girls were in the mix, but then they needed big-time relay performances to win both on both sides, and you got it. So just take us through it. I mean, there was like a weather delay. I mean, it was like so much drama at the Class A meet this year. Oh, it, it was it was crazy. Uh, we Both boys and girls teams were up for a you know, trophy and hopefully a state title, and everything had to work out just right for both teams. Uh, came down to the relay in one point, and every... every Every athlete on our team, you know, contributed and uh, made it all worth it. It was awesome. I mean, I, I love track and field. I love geeking out about track and field. But uh, I truly think that what Olivia Lewis did was one of the great performances I've seen. She, I mean, she was just smashing records, PRs, and then running that relay at the end was just phenomenal. So, I mean, what can you say about that young lady? She has a bright future in track and she, field. She does, absolutely. She's a very hard worker and uh, just never gives up. And that, that relay at the end was just amazing. And you got, you're working with the throwers, right? So tell us about some of your guys. You had some guys that uh, got on the podium as well. I, I did. I had a great group of uh, guys and girls. Uh, Bess was the state champ, Alana Auk. She uh, won the discus for me, and I had a second-place finisher in the boys' shot and a couple in the javelin and, and the discus and all over the place. So it was just a great team effort, all, all around jumps, throws, and sprints. Well, we're going to talk actually about this event coming up, but I have <laughs> one more question. What, what is it about Corvallis Track that just makes it so perennially successful. You guys are doing a great job. You guys are always competitive. We are. Uh, we, we take it very seriously, and uh, we got a great coaching staff. we all been for together sure. for a very long time. And Coach, Coach Hull's a, a, a Hall of Famer. For yeah, sure, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, yeah, we make it important. We get uh, we get kids out, and we just get the best out of every kid that comes through our program. The uh, Bitterroot Celtic uh, Games and Gathering it has some crossover with track, but it's sort of like the the origins of the throws. So uh, I'm familiar with this, but tell the people about this. Uh, most of the athletic pursuits, the competitive pursuits in this, are are centuries old. Right. Uh, so you have nine different events that we compete in throughout the day on that Saturday and with the track and field overlap. So if you're out there listening and you're a washed up thrower like I am <laughs> and or, or, you know, compete in the college or high school and want to get back into it, this is a great opportunity to, you know, get active again and throw some heavy stuff around. Uh, like I said, there's nine different events. There's two stone throws or similar to the shot put. You have two hammer throws, which is similar to the Olympic hammer. Yeah. Uh, the crowd favors the caber toss, which is the big telephone pole that you got to flip <laughs> in, end over end. Uh, there's also some other odd ones, uh, with which is uh, the weight over the bar, which depending on the class that you're in, men and women and age group, uh, but the men throw a 56-pound weight. Man. And it's, yeah, it's kind of like a high jump bar, but it goes up to 20 feet, <laughs> and you toss that over the bar. Uh, if you know, you know. If you don't know, you have no idea. It sounds like 56. You're thinking, okay, that's kind of heavy. To throw that up over your head at 15 to 20 feet, that's just, it's amazing. It's amazing to watch. It is. It's, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, there, there's always crowd members that go out and watch. They're like, oh, I got to pick this up. And, you know, if they have, if <laughs> yeah, they have to go lifted, pick it up. <laughs> yeah, like, whoa, that, that, that is kind of heavy. <laughs> well, uh, that is awesome. Th this is going down again on August 19th and 20th at the Daily Mansion in Hamilton. Uh, there's all sorts of different uh, passes you can get to this. You can get a two-day pass for just 18 bucks. Kids under 11 are going to get in for free. And if you just want to go just on Saturday to watch all these awesome uh, pursuits, uh, 12 bucks to get you in there uh, as well. And uh, it's not just the... Uh, the games that are going on. There's all sorts of other stuff, right? You guys got food and drinks and all sorts of stuff. Right. The Highland Games are just a part of the uh, Celtic gathering. Uh, so you have a lot of dancing and drumming and piping uh, all throughout the mansion grounds at the at the Daily Mansion. Uh, you have tons of vendors, you know, vendors that you can go through all day long and still not see all of them. Uh, tons of food vendors uh, across the grounds. Uh, I believe they still have sheep herding and they had some hurling before. I believe they have it again. But nice. just lots of different stuff that you can walk around all day and see something new. Garrett Middleton in studio with us here uh, on hand as he does each year to promote the Bitter Celtic Games and Gathering, uh, plus the Highland Games that are a part of this. Uh, a PSA from these guys. 
I know everybody's always worried about parking, and it's certainly uh, at a high premium around Missoula and around the Bitterroot, but uh, they have parking available for you at Hamilton High School. Not everybody can park at the Daily Mansion, just not enough room, but uh, they they will be running shuttle buses there from Hamilton, so uh, don't worry about the parking. Just park at the high school, and uh, they'll get you over there uh, in short order. Uh, And then probably the one that's going to be most applicable for many of our uh, listeners a little sc- scotch and Irish and uh, mead tasting, so you got a little spirits on hand as well? Yes, uh, as long as you got a ride home, you could have a <laughs> pretty good time with all that. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that certainly is, it will be fun as well. Anything else to, uh, to add about this before we get you out of here? Yeah, for sure. On Sunday, that's our kids and junior competition. Oh, very cool. And so uh, if you have kids and you're looking for something for them to do as well, we do a Highland Games for those 5 to about 16, and I ha- made up weights and stones and cabers that are all age-appropriate. And so kids can go around and do all the events like the adults do. So if you need something to do, not this weekend, but next weekend, head out down to the Bitterroot. Uh, go check this out. Very uh, family-friendly and affordable. And uh, it'll be just really, really entertaining. So uh, back for yet another year. How, how long has this been going on? This has been going on for a while now. Oh, it's 12 years, I was going to say, I mean, yeah, I, I've, been been doing, I've been doing this uh, here on this show for seven, and you guys have always come in every year. For, so that's awesome. That, that's right. We're getting old. <laughs> that's right. Anytime it lasts more than a decade, you know, it's a, it's a good event. So if you want to go support these guys, uh, please do. Always a really fun weekend down there uh, in the Bitterroot Valley at the Daily Match in the uh, Bitterroot Celtic Games and Gathering. Garrett Milton in studio to tell us all about it. Thanks for being here, man. Hey, Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, we're going to keep on rolling rather than taking a break. Congratulations to whoever won our, uh, our Tagliari um, as part of Tag Tuesday. But another Tuesday staple that we have, our Treasure State Stars. It's presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place in western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. A recruiting heavy Treasure State Stars because we've had a lot of in-state recruits for football that have made their pledges and given their commitments, and several of these guys have joined us on this show. So if you want to hear from any of the recent uh, Division One commitments from in the state of Montana on the football field, you can always catch up with them on Nuanas Now. Treasure State star number one, Isaac Keim. He's a tight end there uh, at Kalispell Glacier, uh, a guy that has been injured during his high school career, but certainly a big frame and a lot of upward potential He's about 6'4", 225, 230 pounds. So uh, certainly a guy that if and when he fills out is, is going to be a, a pretty formidable athlete. So um, certainly uh, just continues the tradition of the fa- the football factory, the, the Division One football factory that Kalispell Glacier is uh, under head coach Grady Bennett, who, by the way, I've been texting with coach, and uh, he'll certainly be a, a part of our AA preview uh Segments uh, upcoming here throughout the next couple weeks as well. A guy who's been there at Glacier since the high school was founded, and uh, a guy who's been at the AA level for for pretty much the entire 21st century. So, again, has a, a rich knowledge of Class AA uh, in general. But Isaac Kime of the Kalispell Glacier Wolfpack, uh, just one of the latest. And now there's three total Division One commits from up there uh, in Glacier, including Treasure State star number two, Henry Sellards. He's an offensive lineman for the Wolfpack, and he is headed to North Dakota State. To my knowledge, this is the first prep product plucked out of Montana by NDSU. Certainly in my time covering college football, that's a 17-year time span. And uh, I, I didn't go through all the annals. There might have been somebody that ended up over there. But uh, I cannot remember a kid from Montana, particularly western Montana, going to the Bison. So... Certainly a, a change of pace and a huge opportunity. I mean, North Dakota State's had unbelievable offensive line tradition and success. And if Henry Sellers is, is the next in line there, that's, uh, that's pretty lofty expectations for the young man, but certainly a good opportunity for the Kalispell Glacier offensive lineman. Turner State star number three. How about one of Class C's finest, Mason Deathbin? He is a... Uh, well, I guess when you're playing six-man football, you're playing pretty much all of it. But he's a supreme athlete. He's 6'4", 210 pounds, runs really, really well. I have no clue what this guy's going to play at the Division One level. I think he could play anything from outside receiver to tight end to uh, maybe linebacker. If he, if he really put on some weight, played some D-end, it wouldn't surprise me if he's a safety. I don't know. This, this kid could play all over the place. 
Super raw, obviously, coming out of Class C. Yeah, he's from Freud, Montana, which is population 192 the last time I checked. But a kid that uh, grew up on a farm, got deep uh, Treasure State roots, got that work ethic instilled in him, and uh, another guy that has a huge upside. Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit. You need a little recruiting angle here for the first four of them, including our fourth Treasure State Star. It's Danny Sermon. He also is a, a, a big tall tight end with a ton of upside he goes about 6'6 230 right now the Missoula Sentinel senior to be does and he also gave his commitment uh, to the Montana Grizzlies so two Grizz commits one Bobcat commit and uh, one NDSU commit as part of the the top of this uh, week's Treasure State Stars I also forgot to mention Mason Deathman uh, a great class C prospect but he's also uh, headed to Montana State uh, to compete there for the Bobcats so Danny Sermon continuing his family legacy uh, at the University of Montana, his father, David Sermon, was a, an outstanding linebacker on the Grizz 1995 National Championship team. Treasure State star number five, Dalton Sneed. He has kept his uh, professional football career alive. He's playing in the World Indoor Football League. This is a former Montana quarterback, for those that are unfamiliar with Dalton Sneed. Uh, but his team, they won uh, the Indoor World Football Championship this last season, or this last uh, this last weekend. So um, Dalton Sneed continues to have success and it continues to, to keep that opportunity rolling. He, was, he got a, a shot in the CFL and that kind of fell apart. Part of it was because of the timing of it all with, with uh, the pandemic going on. Uh, but either way, it's always fun to, to watch Grizz and Bobcats and anybody from the Big Sky continue to play. And I always respect the guys that, you know, if you're playing pro football and it's not in the NFL, or I guess now the USFL is a pretty good opportunity, but if you're playing pro football and it's not in the NFL and it's not in that second-tier USFL, you got to have a profound love of the game because it's not glamorous. There's not a lot of glitz and glam. Uh, and it, it certainly is a grind, but guys that do it, a lot of times they elongate their careers until maybe they get another shot in the NFL or the CFL. And you have to think that that's, that's on Dalton Sneed's radar for sure. But also it's just indicative to uh, the love of the game. And uh, I think Sneed's, uh, I, I thought Sneed was a good player here when he was at the at University of Montana. And I think he was dealt a pretty tough hand because the offensive line was in full-on rebuilding mode, was not very good. He certainly had some great receivers to throw to, like Samari Torre and Sammy Akim. Uh, but the, the team was just in such a transition, going from this Bob Stitt air raid offense to then you know a defensive coach and Bobby Houck that likes to win with with uh, sacks and, and punt blocks more than he does you know hail marys and, and deep post routes. But either way, I thought that uh, Steed was tough. I thought at times he absolutely looked like the pro that he is, and. Uh, Sometimes, uh, you know, those Grizz teams were okay. His first year, they, they missed the playoffs. The second year, they were very good. They won 10 games and uh, went to the quarterfinals of the playoffs. But you just have to wonder. I mean, I always thought that if Sneed would have been playing for the Cats at that time or if he was playing for the Grizz right now, it would be even better. He, he was a good player, but I think he could have been an outstanding player at Montana if the circumstances around him would have been different. But either way, it's just cool to see him uh, continue in his football career. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. It's our Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union. Treasure State Star number six, how about Bill Dunn? He is a Missoula uh, resident, and he won the Men's Senior State Amateur Golf Championship this last week. It was in Missoula all week last week. You might have noticed if you were trying to get tee times because they hit up uh, three of the most popular courses, Larchmont, Canyon River, and Ranch Club. And... Uh, Bill Dunn had his way with all three of those courses. He shot 67, 67, 69 for a three-day total of minus 13. That is believed to be the all-time lowest three-day score in the history of the uh, Montana State Senior Am. Anybody that's uh, playing golf in Missoula, you know that all three of those courses are pretty tough. So for him to go tear them apart like he did, uh, pretty darn impressive. If you ever wanted to know just sort of golf in a nutshell, read Bill Speltz's feature in the Missoula and about Bill Dunn. Dunn talked about how he had this terrible tendonitis or some sort of issue in his elbow. It was messing with his swing, and he thought he was going to have to give it up. 
Well, then he completely amended his swing to play a completely more conservative style. He started hitting what he calls a quote-unquote bunt drive and uh, lost a ton of length off the tee. And guess what? Started shooting 67s <laughs> because he's in position. He's nailing the green, giving himself chances at birdie. So uh, pretty cool. I think one of the things that we all have a hard time with playing golf is just uh, swallowing your pride. Realizing that hitting it as far as you can off the tee, if it's in the fairway, it's an advantage. If it's not in the fairway, it could be your biggest disadvantage. And uh, it's like one of my good golf buddies always says, nobody cares how far you hit your first shot. It's all about where you put your second shot. If you put your second shot on the green, giving yourself a chance for birdies, all of a sudden you're rolling. And uh, Bill Dunn, certainly a, a great example of that. Minus 13 over the last uh, three-day Missoula State, or excuse me, Montana State Senior Am uh, golf tournament. Congratulations to one of Missoula's uh, top senior golfers. Then Treasure State star number seven, the Grizz soccer team opened their season. We've been talking a lot of soccer around here because of the Women's World Cup, but I haven't had much time to, to diagnose the, the Grizz lady soccer team. But they had an exhibition uh, over the weekend. Andrew, I know you went. Uh, just give us the lay of the land. Who'd they play? What was the deal? They, they ended up coming out on top. I, I was reading your tweets. It sounds like they, they looked pretty good. Yeah, Air Force coming to town, a Mountain West team just for an exhibition game here. Uh, three different 30-minute periods instead of two halves. Uh, both coaches rotating pretty heavily. But yeah, the Grizz looked really good. Uh, a couple interesting tweaks in the starting lineup, but um, they played most of the game in Air Force's half. They scored two goals, uh, including one with what I assume is going to be the starting lineup in there. They scored one in the first period with both teams' starters out there. Uh, they were pressing high. They were looking uh, attacking. Air Force had, you know, maybe one or two good chances throughout. So it, it, it was just a really good, uh, comprehensive, uh, encouraging performance for Montana soccer to start the season with a lot of good things, I think, probably coming out of that. I mean, one of the main narratives around the program, just in terms of personnel, has been uh, twofold. One, their uh, unbelievable goalkeeping, but then also, how do you replace the elite goalie when they leave? Claire Howard, one of the great goalies in not only Grizz history, but Big Sky Conference history as well. Uh, she set the league record for, for shutouts and, I believe, wins in a career. But then Camellia Zoo comes in, and, and she's also you know top in the league, one of the best keepers in the West. And uh, then she also moves on. Uh, University of Minnesota, do I have that right? Yeah, she transferred to Minnesota. Uh, so wh- what do we know about in the goal? There's a there's a Montana girl playing goalie for the Grizzlies now, right? Yeah, Ashlyn Dvorak, the uh, redshirt freshman from Billings. Uh, she, she, was was a, a, she was a senior spotlight uh, subject of ours last year, I believe. Because she won the state title with Billings West her senior year. Um, got the start in goal. They did play all three goalkeepers, as mentioned. It's an exhibition game, or in fact, all four goalkeepers, because they have Shelby Stordahl, as well as two freshmen in Devin Webb and Bayless Flynn as well. Uh, Ashlyn Dvorak got the start, got the majority of the minutes. That's the girl they're sort of tipping to be the starter this season. Didn't really have much to do because they were playing so well. Made made one pretty easy save in the first period. Had to dive for a ball that was well within her reach, but but smothered it well and didn't even have to do a lot with the ball at her feet because they didn't have to play it back to her too much to play out of the back. But she looked uh, good, confident, um, so much of, of being a goalkeeper is being a leader for that back line, right? Being vocal, yep. being confident, telling your defenders what to do. She looked like she had all of that well in hand, but I think you know there are going to be tougher tests for her, certainly in the season. We will have uh, plenty of Grizz soccer coverage this year. Um, Chris Chinovitsky, kind enough to, that's the head coach of the uh, University of Montana soccer team, kind enough to uh, commit to us to do a weekly segment. So we'll have more details on that coming up. Uh, but certainly will be fun to to track Grizz soccer early each week coming out of uh, their conference weekends and I guess non-conference as well. Uh, they have a powerhouse non-conference coming up. Ohio State coming to Missoula here uh, relatively soon. Uh, Andrew, last thing for you on the Grizz soccer team, and we'll certainly hash this out with, with Chris soon. Uh, so our Treasure State Stars, by the way, presented by Parkside Credit Union. This team was excellent in Chitavitsky's first couple years, and uh, that's no surprise, both because of the system he implemented, sort of the culture that he prioritizes, but also the talent on the roster. Mark McCorris was a really good recruiter, and and the cupboard was certainly full when Chitavitsky took over. Last year was the first year that that wasn't a championship year. 
uh, since Chudovitsky took over. So I guess a two-part question, um, what does it take for the Grizzlies to get back into championship form? And uh, is that uh, still the uh, the lingering expectation? Is Montana still a, a championship or bust type of program now uh, that Coach Chidovitsky has been here a handful of years? I think they certainly are. And I think that, you know, the way that Chris Chidovitsky would say that they get back to that standard is just by continuing to do the things that they've done. I mean, Mark Placoris, good coach, good recruiter, like you mentioned, the success that they had in Chris Chidovitsky's first couple years sort of unmatched in, in program history, or at least hadn't been done for a long time. You know, I think that he would say that they got away from some of the things, especially in their culture, that drove that team forward last year. Um, I think that it says a lot that he brought Jay Landum back onto the staff, onto the coaching staff, after a year away, and he's back sort of with that nucleus of himself, Jay Landum as the goalkeeping coach, Ashley Herndon as sort of the assistant coach working with the forwards uh, that brought them such success two seasons ago. Uh, you know, I, I don't think they panicked in this offseason because they had one down season. The thing that I think they do to, to fix the roster here is they've gone really heavily with the transfers. They brought transfers in from all over, a couple girls dropping down from the Division One ranks. Uh, they brought a forward in from the Division Two ranks. Uh, they're, they're going all over for that to try to, to, try to um, buttress that roster a little bit, to fill in some spots here and there. Several of those girls looked looked really good. I mean, Mia Parkhurst, a, a defender who transferred over from the University of Georgia, and that's the kind of caliber of player that they're getting, uh, looked really good. Looked like an all-Big Sky Conference caliber defender. I think she'll play a ton this season. Uh, Abby Gerhardt at the top looked really good. Um, so I think that's sort of how they're trying to, to move past what happened last year by going back to basics and then also by bringing in some experience at certain spots on the field. One is now ESPN Radio. Andrew Houghton chiming in. Grizz Soccer Styles, our Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place in western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. Most challenging Big Sky Conference non, uh, non-conference schedules for football. John Burnett, the manager of the Helena Senators. But first, the business angle, Justin Angle, Tons to talk about. Not only conference realignment, but also a big deal for ESPN diving into the betting world full force earlier today. Jake Paul and the world he's made and just the dynamic of how all of these things sort of go together. Exposure is more important than success these days. We shall discuss right after this. Keep it right here. The Business Angle coming at you on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 